Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground floor. My father was an Air Force veteran. When we returned to the DC area after being stationed in Germany, I was a rising 10th grader and my parents enrolled me in a small all-girl Catholic school. Many of my teachers were nuns. I fondly remember the nun who was my math teacher for about three years. I have fond memories of her now, but that was not the case during high school. You see, Sister Constantia was stern and she didn't tolerate any nonsense. She was stern even when she wasn't teaching. Her face always looked tout and I never saw a smile until one Sunday in May of 1979. I was in the hospital after a terrible accident and the nuns came from school to visit me. Of all the nuns there, Sister Constantia was the most outspoken. She smiled a lot that day. I remember looking at her totally stunned. I had never seen her teeth. I told the teachers I was in a lot of pain, but what really worried me was that I was going to miss the last three weeks of school. How will I take finals to get my grades? They made an exception for me that year. The principal told me not to worry and that they would use the grades I had earned up until that point and waive my finals. What a relief. Sister Constantia walked over to the bed and rubbed my arm and said, now you stop worrying, sweetie. We've been praying for you, and you're going to be just fine. We've brought some books and crossword puzzles for you. We don't want you to think about school. Just stop that worrying. Are you praying? Uh, yes, I replied. Well, then let me tell you something. You stop worrying. If you're going to worry, then you shouldn't pray. If you're going to pray, then stop worrying. Why? Because just like we see in our math equations, a negative and positive cancel each other out. I smiled and assured them that I would stop worrying. I can't count the number of times I've replayed that visit in my mind. All through college, when things got rough, during my early years in marriage, after my children were born, and really right up until today, when worry tries to take over, I remind myself that worrying cancels out my prayer. Your affirmation. I will not spend one more day worrying about things that I can't control. 
The stress of it all takes quite a toll on me, and I value this body that God has gifted me with. From here on, when I pray, I will not worry. And if I'm going to worry, I certainly shouldn't pray. I know that there's someone much higher than me that has way better control over my life. I'm going to lean more into that assurance and less on the things that are going to wear me down. Main level. Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast. We are continuing a conversation that I started last week on Thought for Thursday. My guest there was and is today Kayla Tucker, who is a um, the owner of Kayla Elise Coaching Services, a company that helps women in the educational leadership field to effectively manage stress and prioritize health and well-being and lead for the long haul. She is a school psychologist by trade with years of experience in the online wellness space. And she's an expert on stress management for school leaders. Using a unique framework founded in resilience, biology, and humanistic and behavioral psychology, she helps women in principalship learn how to bounce back from day-to-day demands with ease while keeping personal sustainability at the forefront. Kayla, we're very happy to have you back with us. Uh, for part two. So if you're listening to this podcast, the first piece of what you heard was her over on Thought Thursday last week. And we're continuing this conversation. I asked her to come over here and let's specifically address some things that we may approach or things that we may see as risers and what we can do to level up our game and ensure that we handle stress appropriately and ensure that we strive, of course, to live the best life that we possibly can. Again, this is Stress Awareness Month, and it's a perfect time to be talking to you about these topics. So to further discuss what we've already started, I'm going to give you a scenario. You know, again, we have uh, my audience, we have women 45 and above who are determined to make this latter half of their lives better than the former. So what are some of the things that you see? Actually, before I give you that scenario, I'll ask you this. I know in your work, you have clients who, you know, really could be in my audience, 45 and above. What are some of the stress type things that you see from your clients that you help them to address? That's a great question. And you're right. I do tend to attract women in principalship who are more seasoned in terms of um, age and also in terms of experience in education. So um, this is a great question. In terms of what I tend to see for that particular age range, it's a lot of anxiousness or a lot of anxiety. Um, A lot of them just express feeling like they are constantly running on a hamster wheel that they cannot seem to get off of. Like there's so much to do every single day and there's never enough time in the day. Um, Some of them have also expressed just general aches and pains. 
um, whether that be headaches or stomach aches. Those are probably the two that are most common as well as um, overeating as one of their symptoms of stress that they didn't necessarily realize was a symptom of stress when they first started to experience it. Um, and then a lot of those symptoms have led them to other health problems, which I think is part of the reason why it's important to have this discussion of um, how stress affects people in general, but specifically once you get um, to a certain age or of certain things, if the stress has been chronic for an extended period of time, which tends to be the case the older that you get, um, how those things can manifest into much more serious health problems overall. Interesting. And you mentioned some things <laughs> that I must admit um, I already see with myself, uh, those sore joints, um, I know for a fact that stress also has an effect on things like, you know, mental, the fuzziness is what I frequently call it mm -hmm. and being able to, you know, remain focused and, and fatigue and definitely the joint piece of it, the stiff joint. And that's another example of us not really realizing how stress significantly affects us physically. Um, of course, we know the mental effects that it has on us, but definitely physically as we start to age and, you know, some things start to give us a little more worry than they used to when we were a little younger. We don't want to be, um, we don't want to add stress to make what we're already dealing with all the more, um, you know, troublesome. That's the best way I can, I can think to describe that. Mm -hmm. So let me give you a scenario. A uh, 50-year-old woman who is ready to retire. She's in her last year of work and she is approaching retiring. She's getting ready. She's trying to make sure that the 401k looks right and she knows what she wants to do when she gets out. And But she has some concerns, you know. She realizes that once she uh, retires, and, you know, things are starting to change a little with her parents. She's going to have to do a little more elderly care. And she's going to have to, um, she may even be in a position where the community is expecting her to do more because they'll see that she's free now and she's able to dedicate some more time. What are some of the things that you would tell this woman to be aware of and some things that you would tell her to put into place to make sure she's healthy uh, mentally and making sure that her mental health and the stress factor is not bearing any weight on her physical health. Mm -hmm. Great question and great scenario. Shout out to her for being so close to retirement. That's exciting. <laughs> um, I think that the kind of underpin underpinning of what you just discussed, that particular kind of experience at the root is a life transition. And there's oftentimes stress that comes with various things in life, right? Like having a baby, moving, uh, graduating, starting a new job, buying a house, retiring is another one of those things. Life transitions can be very overwhelming and very stressful by nature. Um, and particularly for a woman who is likely starting a different kind of experience that she has never had before, you know, not working formally in terms of 
you know, a nine to five or if she's an entrepreneur, not working formally in that way, but perhaps doing other things with her time, that's a huge life transition. Um, so the first thing that I would recommend is to feel the feels. And what I mean by that is really allowing yourself to feel whatever is coming up for you, which can be scary for a lot of people. Um, a lot of times we like to suppress the negative feelings and only embrace the positive ones. I highly encourage you to just embrace all of it um, and honor the way that your body is processing this experience. So if you are feeling extremely fatigued or overwhelmed, allow yourself to rest. If you are feeling um, excited or maybe a little bit anxious, do something that is not going to be an evasion of that anxiety, kind of sit with it, journal through it, write through it. Um, just allow yourself to feel the feels. Um, another thing that I would say just kind of in that same vein is to, to be sure that you're making conscious choices towards thriving and not surviving. One thing that I think is really a big issue or a big topic of conversation for women who tend to be 45 and above when it comes to managing stress or trying to do something differently is that you have operated in one particular way for such an extended period of time that it makes it very challenging or very difficult to kind of switch gears when you've been doing something for 20, 30 years this way. Um, it can be a really, really hard transition. And a lot of times you have spent so much of your life making conscious choices to survive. You're doing things to get by, to be able to get to the next year of whatever, or to get your kids out of school or to take care of your parents or to, you know, just doing things to survive that sometimes we lose touch with the things, the choices that we need to make to actually thrive and do all of the things that we want to do in life. And retirement is the perfect time to be able to do that. So I would also just say, be conscious of your choices and make sure that you are doing things that are in alignment with the life that you want to live, not the life that you feel like you have to have. Um, and then just a couple other things. Um, I already said allowing your body to rest and making conscious choices. Those, that would be, yeah, those would be the, the two the two big things, just kind of preparing yourself mentally for that transition. I like how you said to feel the feels, because I think that, I, and, I, and I like the way you describe that, because frequently, you know, we think that we have to, you know, be strong and, and stand up and, and, and just plow through. I mentioned earlier today in a, in a blog that I wrote that we just have this tendency to keep our cape flying, you know, our, our mighty woman cape flying and our engines always revving, not wanting to slow down. I like how you said to journal, all really good things to do, particularly as you're approaching, you know, that new stage in life, you're getting ready to retire. I also refer to it as a, a reinvention stage. You know, we talk that a lot and we have to be able to definitely uh, focus on bringing things down at this point and not revving them up so much. So you gave some really good things, some really good tips for we risers as, you know, we approach making sure that this latter half is, is, is better than the former. Definitely for sure. 
So are there any other tips that you would give just overall for stress management? I know we've covered a lot already. I don't know if there's anything um, else that you want to add to that. Sure. Just a couple thoughts as we discuss, like you mentioned, that re the reinvention phase. I like that. Um, I think for a lot of women, retirement especially, or even just 45 plus, the second half of life is definitely a huge opportunity for reinvention. Um, it's an opportunity for you to live a, live a softer life, having perhaps been the strong Black woman or the strong mom or the strong wife or the strong whatever. Um, if you have not had soft life experiences, this will be a great time to do that. And I think that goes hand in hand with just effective stress management. So with that, you could reconnect to your passions. I'm very, um, I'm a, I'm an advocate for maintaining your passions or your hobbies or your interests alongside all of your responsibilities. I think that life should be fun regardless of what stage you're in. So I would highly suggest that you stay connected and or reconnect to your passions, engage in an effective stress management strategy on a regular basis. Even if you don't feel super overwhelmed every single day, make sure that you're doing something to address that every day because the effects of stress can be very small to the point where we don't even notice or we don't have any internal or external indication that there's anything that's wrong, but we encounter stressful situations every single day. So the best way to kind of keep all of the, the impact of those stressful situations at bay is to engage in an effective stress management strategy on a regular basis and kind of as an extension of not necessarily stress management, but resilience, which is another thing that I am a huge advocate for. Um, that definitely helps you to build on kind of the foundation of effectively managing stress. You build your resilience so that you can bounce back faster from those stressful situations and events that are bound to happen. I definitely suggest enforcing boundaries. If you have not been very good at that in the past, or if that's something that you have not thought about or haven't really given a lot of effort to, I would highly suggest enforcing boundaries, whether that be for your time to engage in your hobbies or your passions or something as small as your bedtime. If you don't want someone to call you after a certain time or you don't want to have to tend to a particular responsibility, that's an example of a boundary too. Um, so yeah, I would just say reconnect with your passions, engage in an effective strategy on a regular basis, enforce boundaries, and also get into a good habit of of a gratitude practice, whether that be at the end of every day, you reflect on what you're grateful for, or you journal it, or, you know, something of that nature could also be really helpful. Awesome. Those are all extremely good tips. Extremely good. Listen, if you have been listening at all to any piece of this broadcast, you have gotten a wealth of information on stress management. Um, and how we can best handle stress in our lives. Please, by all means, and I'm sure that uh, Kayla would also agree, if there is professional support needed in managing your stress, definitely reach out to someone such as Kayla, who is a stress management coach. However, if there is also a medical need for support in any arena, we recommend highly reaching out to the professionals in the field 
um, who deal with mental health. We want you hold, uh, hold, not hold, but we want you whole in every way. And the reason why we're talking about this today is much more than it just being stress awareness month, but because we as women tend to carry stress um, pretty heavily and the we need to be aware of the effects that it has on us and how we can eliminate feeling the pressure of it all. So Kayla, thank you so, so much for being with us today. She's already told us how we can uh, get in touch with her via her website at I am Kayla Elise. Is that correct? It's KaylaElise.com. KaylaElise.com. Mm -hmm. I am Kayla Elise is social media, correct? Yep. We'll be sure to put that in the comment section of the podcast so that people will know how to reach you. Also, um, I always ask my guests before we leave, if there are any resources that they would like to recommend to my audience. I don't know, that could be a book, that could be, you know, anything that you would find helpful, something that's going to add, um, you know, that's going to complement what we've already been talking about here today and provide women with some tips on how they can level up. Sure. So I am a bookworm and I also love podcasts. So I'm going to suggest, well, one is a resource that has a book associated that you could purchase and the other is a podcast. The first is the Homecoming Podcast by um, Dr. Tama is her name, and she's a licensed psychologist who uses so many different things. It's it's like therapy in a podcast. Mm. Um, I would highly suggest listening to that. Um, any episode is going to be a good one. Um, especially for those of you who are in that reinvention phase, you might be looking to change the way that you do certain things, needing some support with life transitions like we've discussed. There are a variety of things that you could be experiencing. I guarantee you that Dr. Tama has something for you. Um, and that's T-H-E-M-A is how you spell her name, Dr. Tama. And then the resource that I would suggest is a book on self-compassion by Dr. Kristen Neff. Um, she also has a website that has a lot of free resources. Part of the difficulty with the reinvention phase of life is, like I mentioned before, sometimes just struggling to embrace a new season um, and to be self-compassionate. There's a lot of reflection that tends to happen, things that you wish that you had done differently, um, whether that be for better or for worse. And I think that self-compassion is going to be an important piece of the puzzle, not just for managing stress, but for the reinvention phase. So I would highly suggest um, any of the resources that Dr. Kristen Neff has available. Awesome. Great resources as well. So again, thank you, Kayla. I greatly appreciate you being with us here today. And remember everyone, be aware of stress and the effect that it has on your body. And let's move um, as we are reinventing and leveling up ourselves. Let's move to eliminate uh, the unnecessary pressure that we have on ourselves, both mentally and physically. Thank you so much. That is it for our broadcast today.
aloft. And as usual, prior to heading out, I asked Kayla to uh, recommend a couple of resources to our audience, and she has recommended two. One is a podcast, The Homecoming Podcast by Dr. Tama, and you can find that on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And the second is a book, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself, Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff, and you can find the book at any of your favorite bookstores. If you're in the principalship arena and you need a little stress management coaching, be sure to take a look at the information that is included in the comment section of the podcast to see how you can reach out to Kayla for her services. Or if you're just in the arena of needing some stress management coaching, reach out to her. She has resources that she can give to you and I guarantee you, you'll come out all the better for it. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity, and it's never too late to level up. Yeah.